Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, welcome to episode 141, 141 episodes of the Worship Mystery Catalyst podcast. Woo, one for one. We are we are thrilled to be uh, to be bringing another another interview to you today. Now, uh, it hasn't aired yet, but the last interview was with Joel Payne. Yep. And so, um, if you haven't checked that out, make sure you go check out episode 139 and 140 of the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast and listen to Joel Payne and the and the Resound Worship Christmas album we got to talk about. But this this time today we're going to be talking to Jonathan Malm. And now um, you don't know this, but I've been I've been following you for a long time, way way back when you first started Church Stage Designs. Whoa! So that's um, awesome. Yeah. In fact, if you look at our, I should I should probably take a picture someday and 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 send it to you. But it's all inspired by stuff that we've seen on on your website. So um, if you don't know him, you probably know that site because almost everyone I think on yeah. the planet has been to that site to come up with a stage design for their church. Well, and it's so funny because we're trying to do a new, uh, at our church, Laurelwood, we're trying to do a new uh, stage design for Christmas and and actually just a new stage design in general. We, we've had the same boring stage for about eight years. And, you know, I'm like, you know, for Christmas, I'd love to do something new, something different. We're kind of doing this whole, um, you know, illuminate, let there be light theme. And so I've been looking at the site, and I didn't even know, um, like what David was saying, I didn't even know that that you're the guy. And He's then all, the guy. all of a sudden, David's you're like, the man. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, David's like, hey, we're going to be interviewing uh, Jonathan. I'm like, who? And uh, uh, and then I, I see your site, and I'm like, no way, it's it's the guy. So um, anyway, thank you for being on our show. Yeah, welcome yeah, to definitely. the welcome to the podcast. Do you uh, do you want to take a minute and introduce yourself to our listener audience, if you don't mind? Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I'm Jonathan Malm. I uh, I'm 29. I enjoy walking on the beach. With, uh, no. no, so I'm, I'm married. I live in San Antonio, Texas. Um, when I started churchstagedesignideas.com, I was working at a church in Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, full time on staff there doing worship and uh, tech and just basically a lot of different things, graphic design, web, video, kind of anything, anything and everything I got to do, which was fun. Um, so started that website and it started growing. Um, it pretty soon well, not pretty soon. It took a couple years, but it gave me an opportunity to do that full time, along with another project I started called Sunday Magazine, which is a free online magazine for church creatives, yeah. uh, talking about worship, tech, uh, visual, a lot of the different aspects of the creative process. Um, so yeah, that's what I do now full time. I got the privilege of directing the last ever Echo Conference um, wow. last year, which was a blast to be a part of. Um, great team that put that together. And uh, yeah, now I live in San Antonio, Texas with my wife. I roast my own coffee beans. <laughs> wow. um, you totally belong in Portland. Yeah, you, know. you, you are totally fit for the Northwest. Anyone... The ironic thing is that I'm drinking Starbucks right now. Uh... That's 
to do that if you roast your own beans. Right. Oh, that is hilarious, you, Jonathan. I think you'd fit perfect in in the Northwest. You you got the you, you got the coffee bean thing down. You know, don't <laughs> tell anyone that you're drinking Starbucks and you're fine. No, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm like a mixture of pretentious and then like total slumming it at the same time. Like I, was, I always had to go for the, both spectrums, right? You, you brag about roasting, but then you drink Starbucks. Yeah, I roast it and then I just throw it away. Now, do I, you, how do you do? You roast it in the popcorn popper, like a lot of people talk about. Yeah, I started with that, and then I um, it just started to get to the point where I was like, man, I'm having to do four batches to get enough coffee for me. So I bought an actual personal roaster. And uh, now, yeah, I experiment with new roasts, and I, I definitely at my church they definitely always uh, anytime they talk about coffee they try to you know mention me or something just because they think I'm a snob, which I'm not. But <laughs> I, guess I, I guess roasting your coffee you know kind of opens that door. So uh, to us, you're the church stage design guy. To your church, you're the coffee guy. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. You're the coffee roasting, coffee roasting I, I wear, genius. I wear many many odd and pretentious hats, right? <laughs> Now, um, you're in San Antonio. Does that mean you're a Spurs fan? Uh, so that's a, that's a tough question because my wife is from Miami. Oh. So, um, we actually, our pastor told us we were no longer welcome at our church last year during the playoffs. <laughs> during the finals, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but San Antonio came out on top, so it, it all worked out. I know. They, they, they deserved the win. I mean, I, I, I've actually really been a, a Spurs fan for a while, but... I've started having to be a Miami fan just because of my wife. So, um, <laughs> and frankly, I mean, I know I'm probably going to open myself up for so much criticism and hate, but I actually respect LeBron James. Like, I Whoa. think he's a phenomenal basketball player. And I know I, I just, I got to love the guy. See, so. I'm from Ohio, so I've never really oh, yeah. gotten over the whole abandonment <laughs> thing. But, I but, know. but how excited are you that I'm he's not back? excited. Oh, okay. No, I, I'm not That's, excited at all. I can't I can't figure out why Ohio fans would be excited to LeBron's back. Like for me, that'd be like a bigger slap in the face. Like yeah. I would almost so I I I respect what you're saying there. Yeah, it's but. like 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 we weren't good enough at first, well, but now when you're getting too old to play at Miami, you're gonna come back. Like yeah. <laughs> Is that how you see it? That's how I see it. <laughs> okay. That's how a lot of Ohioans see it, too. I right. so. see that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> anyway, so um, so church stage design, uh, Sunday Meg, and um, what, one of the things um, I was mentioning before we were uh, recording, as Jonathan and I, we were talking, um, so Jonathan has actually put out two books in the last two months, which is crazy crazy right yeah, that's, that's prolific <laughs> like insane yeah and and i think that kind of that kind of catapults you to a, a level of i don't know like uh amazingness or like, awesomeness like or captain awesome captain awesome <laughs> jonathan no i so, respect the, i respect the chuck reference there but um. <laughs> so so um tell us about those two books yeah so the first one is called created for more it is a devotional uh, to kind of help you think more creatively about your life and about your walk with God. Um, so it kind of started, it started really with the kind of creative church worker in mind, and then it kind of expanded. And now uh, Moody helped me publish it, and they really helped me see that actually it's a book kind of for anyone. Um, mm -hmm. It definitely has a creative bent to it. Uh, it talk, you know, has some creative challenges, kind of some creative thoughts, but it's definitely devotional too. And, and my goal in that was really to create a devotional that creatives could grab that would really speak to their everyday life. Um, and that, you know, I, I always had a hard time finishing devotionals. So this is one that my goal 
and I've actually had some people finish it, but I've never finished <laughs> a devotional before. The goal is that you actually finish it. Yeah. Um, it's 30 days, uh, really short, really practical, uh, really good stuff. Um, so that's the first one created for more. Then the second one is called Unwelcome, which is a uh, book specifically for churches. And it's about um, some 50 things that I've seen churches do that drive guests away. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, you know, we start with that, but then we get to the point of how can you really make your church welcoming and inviting um, and make it, instead of a, a scary experience, make it an amazing experience that makes them feel loved and makes them really uh, kind of let down their guard so they can really receive um, what God has for them in the service uh, and what the pastor is going to be preaching about. And I, I got to tell, tell you, well, well, uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, <Whoa. laughs> getting some crazy uh, echo there. That totally threw me off. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I hear this. I hear myself echoing in it, and I'm like, "Wow." Okay, sorry. Moving on. Um, so I gotta say, Jonathan, the the title of the book uh, alone was so captivating. Like, I literally wanted to buy the book right then and there when when I read that title, "Unwelcome," uh, and and that subtitle, the uh, the fifty. What's the subtitle? Fifty things. Uh, it's 50 <laughs> things churches do to drive guests away. I, that we, we tweaked it so many times that I don't really remember, but, but that's pretty much it. 50 things churches do to drive guests away. Yeah. And, and that's such a compelling title. And one of the things that, you know, our church, um, where, where I'm, I'm the worship pastor at, at our church. Um, one of the things that we've been wrestling with is how, how do we create an inviting space? How do we create an inviting atmosphere? How, how do we, um, you know, appeal to, people who are walking in for the first time or the second or third. And, and, uh, th- there's this thing that happens and Andy Stanley actually talks about it in his book, deep and wide. Uh, but there's something that happens and we've even talked about it on our, our podcast where, um, you get so used to your building, you get so used to your church that you don't even see, uh, the, the ugly stain or you don't even smell that weird smell or you don't even see, you know, all, all the things that you kind of just have gotten used to. Someone mm-hmm. walks in for the first time and they're like, wow, this is really unappealing. Um, and so I, I love the concept of that book. Like I said, as soon as I read the title, I, I was like ready to just purchase it right then. So great job on the title. Yeah, thank you. And it's it's one of those things. It's really such a sensitive topic in the church because it can feel very much like we're like we're catering to consumer culture, like, right? I mean, that's one of the big complaints with this whole welcoming church thing. Um, But really, that's not what it's about. Um, I firmly believe that God is constantly drawing people to himself, right? He is constantly looking for churches to send people to. He's passionate about people. And so many times the thing that happens is we just get in the way of that growth. Like, God wants to grow our churches. Like a, a church will grow, but we can get in the way of that. And that's what this book is about, is helping you get out of the way of that growth, get out of the way of God's move, uh, bringing people into your church. Uh, so there's simple things like that. Yeah, the uh, your other book, The Created for More, I I, uh, I I started reading it just today so so I could sound I like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> um, totally pandering. But I... <laughs> First, I really connect with the idea. I, I do want to. I do want to uh, make a little joke, and I don't know if you're supposed to say you're making a joke before you make a joke because it kind <laughs> yeah, of diminishes the effect. Said. You just ruined it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was I was going to suggest that, and and keeping with the the uh, the project for the first day that we just kind of like do the worst podcast ever. Ah, yes, <laughs> and. So the- 
Yeah, the first, the first, uh, the first kind of creative exercise is create something intentionally bad. Um, nice, nice. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that's not what this is because I'm really enjoying it actually. So. Yeah, actually, jokes on you, yeah. man. This whole time we've been no, oh, you were the bad person. You were the bad part. No, but uh, what I, what I appreciated about it, and this is something we've talked about, and. Uh, we've talked about creativity a lot on the podcast over the years, but I, I really, I really believe being made in God's image means that everyone is creative, that, that there's no one on the planet that doesn't have a creative aspect to their life. It's just discovering what that is and then using that for God's glory. That That's the problem for most people. So would, would you mind talking about how you, how you discovered creativity and how you kind of came, came on the idea that, that we are all creatives. We just have to be unlocked from it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I believe every single person is born thinking they're creative. I, I used to think I was very creative, um, all until one art class. Uh, and this is, I think this is, I think a lot of people have the same sort of story where, you know, the, our, our assignment for that day was to paint a field of flowers, right? That was, that was the assignment. So I, you know, I was working, I was maybe in second grade or something and I was working my heart out. I was painting these, you know, I was, you know, I was using watercolors. So brush to water, to paint, to mm. paper, you know, I was just putting every little detail in this and I was, you know, I was finished. The hour was up and my art teacher came around to me and I was so excited. I was looking up to her eagerly and I was like, okay, she's going to, she's going to look at this. She's going to give me the smiling, the, the wink and the nod and say, <laughs> amazing, you know, gold star on it. Right. And then what she did is she looked at it and she said, what are these? And she was pointing at my flowers and they were green. She's like, there's no such thing as green flowers. And then she threw the paper back down and walked away. Uh, I know. And so from that moment on, I'm like, well, I must not be creative, right? (laughs) Like that's just obviously not the case. I'm not creative, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then it wasn't until maybe high school and maybe college when I started realizing, okay, I'm actually more creative than, than that lady, you know, led me to believe. And then one day I was in a flower shop and what did I see? You saw a green flower. Exactly. They're <laughs> called limelights. And like, I actually took a picture of it and I, and I Instagram and I was like, ah, oh, green flowers, take that Mrs. Eastman. <laughs> and, uh, and I realized at that point she was probably dead. <laughs> like She probably was no longer alive. And I had been like holding this like kind of grudge in my head that it, for this, like this whole time. And um, but that, I think that's so much what, so often what happens to us is, you know, someone either tells us we aren't creative or someone says, oh, you know, you're not a great, you're not great at drawing, which I'm not great at drawing, but I'm still creative mm-hmm. or, you know, I, I don't necessarily, I'm not good at painting. I don't necessarily know how to write a song, but creativity is about solving problems. It's about looking at things in a unique way. And God's given us that ability. Um, he's given us the ability to see things. It's, it's really, I say it's a form of wisdom. Um, it's the idea, it's the ability to step outside of a situation and look at it from a different perspective. And God says, anyone who wants wisdom can ask of me and I'll give it to you liberally. Right. Mm-hmm. So I believe God's willing to give us creativity He's willing to give us wisdom for these situations. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's something that I really, uh, I can't emphasize enough of for, for anyone who's listening to the podcast, just because you don't feel creative doesn't mean you're not creative. And I think, one of the well, ways we can be closest to our creator, God, is when we are in that avenue of creating things. And um, that doesn't mean it has to be artwork. It doesn't have to be music. It doesn't have to be what, what we normally deem as creative. 
But I think there are a lot of things that people do. If you're a carpenter, if you're a plumber, if you are a logger, you know, all of these things, they can be done in, in an artistic way. And you can dig down into that and, and really, really worship God with the work that he's given you to do. Most definitely. I mean, I, I, I see Jesus. He was massively creative because what he did is he told stories to help people understand these really complex spiritual issues and he, he made them in a way that we could actually understand them nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing. These things that, that baffle scholars, he was able to put them so succinctly and so clearly through these stories. Uh, that's a form of creativity. And I think a lot of pastors think that they're not creative, but they're, they're the ones who are supposed to be probably the most creative in church because they're the ones who are trying to get this idea, this inspiration to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think, we're all, I think we're all creative. I think we just need to tap into that. And I, I love what you said about um, – being able to commune with our creator the most whenever we're creating. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we get so into it and so we get so like uh, a focused or laser focused. We get blinders on ourselves and we think it's all about the project instead of this ability to commune with God. Um, so I think we kind of need to step back when we're creating and just say, okay, God, you're in here with me. Let's work on this, mm-hmm. right? So while we're talking about the uh, that book, the the creative for more book, um, and I do want to go back to the uh, the unwelcome book at some point, but we're on a, we're on a roll. Yeah. So, um, uh, what would you suggest for people who maybe struggle with creativity, or or maybe um, you know maybe they're like I'm kind of creative, but like I'm not that good at it, you know? And like I think of myself, and I've talked about this on the the podcast where. You know, I'll, I'll have these creative ideas or I'll, I'll have some concepts, but, you know, it they don't always come, you know, so I need people who maybe are a little bit more creative to help me. You know, so what do you do to the person who says, you know, no, that's not me or I'm not good at it? How do you help them understand that potential that God's made them to be uh, something or someone creative? Yeah, I, I think so much of it, we just get this perspective that creativity is a certain thing. So you know, um, I, I frequently will have an idea that I can't implement because I'm not good at drawing or I'm not good at painting. And that's where you need to partner with people who are good at those things. Mm. Um, one of the coolest things that I found is sometimes I will be able to speak into something that I don't actually know about in a creative way because my brain hasn't been tainted by all the rules and by all the regulations, right? Right. Um, like, I don't know that this shouldn't work, right? And so <laughs> then I try it, and it actually does work. And then people are baffled. Wow, well, how did that work? Well, I didn't know it wasn't supposed to. That's so many. I, I was reading a book, and that uh, I think it was How to Think Like Einstein. And one of the big premises of the book was that so many of the best um, discoveries in science and uh, technology and, and, and inventions are from people who are new in the field because they haven't been tainted by all the rules. Mm. So, so often we think rules are solid or that they apply to everything or maybe, you know, it's one rule is maybe specific to one small portion of this, but there's a bigger thing. I love, you know, C.S. Lewis, there's uh, from Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, you know, there was the, the magic and then there was the deeper magic, right? Mm. So there's the, the rules and then there's the deeper rules. Mm. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, um, what I would suggest, maybe we do, we, we uh, talk just for a couple more minutes and then, and then pause for a second, jump into a new episode to talk about oh, the, uh, the unwelcome book. Cool. But maybe, maybe you could, maybe you could highlight real quick for us at the end of this episode, um, the, both your magazine and, and some of the ways that, that people might be able to not just observe and use the, the tools on, uh, church stage design, but also submitting ideas if they have an idea and, and broadening your 
your uh, reception of that. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I mean, we're doing that now. Yeah. If, yeah. If you don't mind. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, so, uh, <laughs> well, if you want to connect with me personally, um, I'm on Facebook and Twitter, uh, basically Jonathan mom, uh, anytime you put in facebook.com slash Jonathan mom, twitter.com slash Jonathan mom, Instagram.com slash Jonathan mom, you'll find me. That's um, a, that's a nice poetic, uh, rhythm to yeah. com Jonathan mom. Ooh, that is good. Yeah. Dot mom. I dot, wish there was a dot mom. Dot, <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? You should make your own like dot whatever. Yeah. Um, that'd be what's fun. the LTD or TLD or whatever. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so there, that's if you want to connect with me personally. I'd love, I always love new friends. Um, so churchstagedesignideas.com, if you want to go on there, you can submit something. There's a submit button at the top right. Kind of gives you some of the criteria. Um, send what you have. I love to see what churches are doing. Uh, then sundaymagazine.tv. Um, we just have some of, the, some of the really cool voices in the church creative world that are contributing to it. And uh, almost every day of the week, there's something new on there. Um, I encourage you to check it out, leave comments, uh, engage with the content, print it out, maybe highlight some stuff, give it to your, your church staff or to, to your teammates, um, and just discuss it and, and engage with it. That's really what it's there. It's supposed to be a resource. And that's, that's a once a month, uh, new release kind of a thing, right? Well, so we recently changed it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so there's, there's kind of a, a multiple way to do it, but now if you just go to the website, there'll be something new almost every day. If you want to be an insider though. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be an insider, what that does is, uh, we kind of every, every month we make 12 really, uh, highly focused, uh, kind of this package of a magazine, right? Where, you know, we, we, we cover very intentional things, very evergreen content. It's not very timely stuff. Um, so if you want to get on the insider list, it's free. And that, what that'll do is every beginning of the month, you'll get all 12 articles all at once. Um, the rest of the people the you know, the regular subscribers, they get it throughout the month, but you can get them all at the beginning and, uh, kind of exclusive access to it. Cool. So yeah, uh, and that you just go to sundaymag.tv and then click on the insiders button and, uh, just ask for your email address and then you're, you're signed up. Cool. That's great. Yeah. So there, there's there in a nutshell and I would, I would recommend for worship teams everywhere to, to take a month and just go through his devotional mm. created for more. I think, I think not only would that, that up the creativity in your ministry, but it would really unify everyone in, in language and, and discussion about the idea of being creative and being created in the image of a creator. I think that would be a very unifying thing for worship teams to do. You know, and David, you, uh, you bring up a good point and, uh, you know, stuff that I've wanted to do. Um, you know, we've done a little bit in our teams at our church. Um, but, that whole concept, taking taking a, a book, taking a devotional, going through it together, mm-hmm. and I, I think there's just there's great value in that, and especially with the content, Jonathan, that that you have in there, um, you know, it, it's it's a it's a great thing to just do, period. But uh, to have your whole team go, I think not only does it get your team on the same page, uh, it's just a great thing to do together as mm-hmm. a group. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so uh, that's all we're going to take time for in this episode, episode 141. So if you want to uh, get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us online at www.worshipministrycatalyst.com, facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst, or twitter.com slash wmcatalyst. You can send an email to david at worshipministrycatalyst.com or Or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. And if you want to, you can leave us a voicemail at 360-818-4339. 
And uh, we would love to hear from you, especially if you uh, are responding to to this podcast and uh, get involved in the in the discussion and the dialogue about about being created and in, in the image of our Creator. And make sure you go check out Jonathan. So, would you give us your your uh, your locations real quick yeah. as we sign off? Yeah. So JonathanMalm dot com is and, my and my how do you how do you spell your last name just for those who may not know it phonetically? Yeah, well, I'll spell the whole thing because some people spell Jonathan horribly. J O N A T H A N, then M like Mike, A like Alpha, M like L like Lima, M like Mike. How did I mess that up? <laughs> M like Mike, A like Alpha, L like Lima, M like Mike dot com. Uh, and then same thing Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Jonathan Mom. You got me. Cool. Awesome. All right. Uh, thanks, Jonathan. Make sure you come back for episode 142. We're going to dig into the book unwelcome and uh, let Jonathan teach us how to make our churches welcoming. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.